Welcome back to Sin and Juice. Tonight we are going to be covering the very tragic and sad death of Kaylee Anthony. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. How did I know it was going <laughs> to be that? We've been talking about Casey Anthony for the past three days. Which is also why I picked it. Jesus. Um, we don't really necessarily have a juice tonight, but I've been drinking a sangria. Which is technically juice. Technically, Technically, tea is leaf juice. But it's not our usual juice. We don't have like a crayon apple or something tonight. Coffee's compressed chili. Compressed jelly. Compressed chili. Chili. It's beans and broth. Oh, shit. Exactly. So, grab your cup of juice or wine like I'm drinking. Drink whatever y'all want on the other side. (laughs) Do whatever you want. (laughs) <laughs> We're here for a party. And join us as we talk about this very tragic and controversial death. So, to get into it, we have to talk about Miss Casey herself. Miss Casey? Miss Casey. She's kind of Casey. She kind of Casey. Miss Casey herself, who was born on March 19th, 1986. In Warren, Ohio, Anthony was one of two children of Cindy and George Anthony. While George having worked in law enforcement, Anthony was a bright, personable young girl with friends in what many thought was an ordinary American family. I know her last name was Anthony, but when you started switching it up to her last name, I started thinking of a boy and I was like, wait, did we switch? (laughs) However, friends say that high school... Cindy and George attended Anthony's graduation along with their grandparents, only to discover that she was several credits short of graduating. Shit. She had stopped attending classes toward the end of the school year, but led her family to believe that she would walk at the graduation. So imagine that you're just sitting there, right? Yikes. That's, that's yikes. And your whole family is there. Fucking mint. (laughs) And they're like... They're getting through the A's, right? And they're like, okay, we haven't heard our last name yet. It's at the beginning of the alphabet. Yikes. Oh my god, they're going on to the B's. Where is she? Where is she? She just wasn't there. She led her family there, but she wasn't there. God. When she was 19, Anthony gave her family yet another shock when she put on weight and her uh, parents suspected she was pregnant. She denied it, claiming she was still a virgin. Uh-oh. But as... Maybe she was having the new Jesus. <gasps> but as months passed, she was getting too big to deny it anymore. And so she... Imagine was, getting too big. And so she was like, look guys, I'm pregnant and I'm sorry. The identity of the, of the baby's father, however, remained a mystery. Anthony pointed to different men, including her fiancé, Jesse Grodd, as well as a young man she had dated previously. 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 Who had died in a car crash on August 9th, 2005. Okay, so she went from one dude to being engaged to another dude in the short amount of time to be pregnant. Mm. So what you're saying is she she's a hoe. Yes. Get on the Casey Anthony train. Have you not met Casey Anthony yet? No, I have not met Casey Anthony. She's crazy. Her, her name's Crazy Anthony. Crazy Anthony. 
Kylie was born soon after. She, a friend of Casey's, had said that she wanted to give Kylie, or Kylie Kaylee, up for adoption, but was discouraged by her mother and her parents. She lived with her parents while she had the, while she had Kylie. Why do I keep wanting to say Kylie? Kaylee. And Jesse, the boyfriend, the fiance, acted as the baby's father, and he even believed that he was the father until a DNA test was done. The, the, no, her father is still not known. So, Damn. neither one of them. No. Jesus. Damn, she really was a hoe. She getting around, dude. In mid-June 2008, she, with questioning by her mother, Casey Anthony left her parents' home after a major argument and taking Kylie's Kaylee with her. Jeez, dude. Kaylee. Kaylee. It's Casey. Her name is Kaylee. So that was probably one of the last times we ever saw her. Alive, anyway. Damn. I want to say, didn't she blah, 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 but like we're about to literally get to that. Yes, she did blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She, George and Cindy Anthony, on July 18th, 2008, reported her missing. There was a 911 call. Casey or Kaylee? Kaylee. Where was Casey? Just living life. We'll get into it. Murdering Kaylee. (laughs) No, no, no. So what you're saying is, Kaylee and Casey went out, Casey came back, and Kaylee was nowhere to be found. They left in June. They reported her missing in July. In mid-June 2008. And they didn't report her to 911 until July 15th. So this baby was missing for a whole month? 31 days. Yeah. And Casey was... Yeah. Work. Yeah. Yep. Do you not know a lot about this case? No, I don't. Duh. No, no, I didn't... I didn't you didn't follow it? No. Just know by the end of this, you will not trust the justice system whatsoever. <laughs> but my question, I know, I know what happened. But my question is, what happened? Why didn't they, why didn't they notice the baby was gone for the whole month? Because they murdered the baby that start of the month. What? Let's All get into it. Let's what? get into okay. it. You're asking questions that will be answered in time. Cindy, her mother, Casey's mother claimed that Casey's car smelled like a dead body had been inside of it. And Casey had given varied explanations as to Kaylee's whereabouts before finally telling her that she had not seen her for weeks. She said that she was kidnapped. She said that she was just at a friend. She didn't know. No. Casey lied. You're gonna get worked up. I've already been through all of these stages. Casey lied to detectives, telling uh-huh. them that Kaylee had been kidnapped by a nanny on June 9th, and that she had been trying to find her too frightened to alert the authorities. So we're gonna get into this, but I'm gonna do a little bit. She said that she was kidnapped by a nanny that goes by the name Zanny. What is another thing that is called Zanny? Xanax. She was giving Kylie Xanax so she'd go to sleep. Shit. Giving a damn baby. 
Xanax, dude. And her friends knew this because she would say, oh, I came over today. And they kind of put it together. Giving a baby Xanax, dude. That alone is worth jail. So, Zendaya Zanny Gonzalez is the name of the nanny that she gave to detectives. But she went by Zanny. And she said that she kidnapped her at a theme park or the beach. And she existed. The, the Zendaya actually existed. She was a real person. Never met Casey before in her life. Damn. She just Googled the name or whatever and found the lady. And learning that... So Casey's car got towed. And, and all of this, in the investigation, her car got towed. And they were just getting really weird smells from the car. Really weird, just... It was a weird car. And when the trunk was opened, it contained a bunch of trash bags and trash. And Cindy reported Kaylee missing that day. The day that it was in the tow. Because Cindy, the family didn't really know what was going on until a lot of it came up. Came up and happened. Yeah, she was living with them. And they didn't notice that her baby was just missing? No. So, Cindy reported her missing on June or July 15th to the Orange County Sheriff's Office. And I have the transcript of the 911 call and we're going to go over that. Okay. So this they live in Florida. I want to preface this all this happened in Florida. It makes sense. Yes. Like that was weird. Like it tried to go dark for a second. Just just pointing that out. That was fucking weird. Kaylee, are you with us? The following transcript of those conversations. This is what we're about to do. Let's go. Cindy Anthony started off, I have someone here who I need to be arrested in my home. The 911 operator. They are there now. Cindy Anthony. I'm, and I have a possible missing child. I have a three-year-old who has been missing for a month. The 911 operator. A three-year-old. Have, have you reported that? Cindy Anthony, I'm trying to do that now. 911, okay, what did the person do that you need arrested? Cindy Anthony, my daughter. 911, for what? Cindy, for stealing an auto and stealing money. I already spoke to someone who said that she would patch me through to the Orlando Sheriff's Department and have a deputy here. I was in the car and I was going to drive to the police station and no one is open. And they said they would bring a deputy to my home when I got home to call them. 911 operator. So she stole your vehicle. Cindy. Yes. 911. When did she do this? Cindy. On June 30th, I got it back from the impound. I'd like to speak to an officer. Can you have someone come to my house? Another call featured the first words heard from the mother of the missing girl. She said she knew she... She knew who had her daughter. Cindy Anthony, I called a little bit ago to a, a deputy's office and I found out that my granddaughter had been taken. She had been missing for a month. Her mother had finally admitted it and she had been that she had been missing. 911 operator, what is the address you are calling from? Cindy, 
We were talking about a three-year-old little girl. My daughter finally admitted that the babysitter stole stole her. You need to find her. 911 operator. Your daughter admitted that the baby is where? Cindy. She said that she took her a month ago and my daughter has been looking for her. I told you my daughter has been missing for a month and I just found her today, but I can't find my granddaughter. She had admitted to me that she had been trying to find her by herself. There is something wrong. I found my daughter's car today and it smelled like there had been a, a dead body in the damn car. 911. Okay, what is the three-year-old's name? Cindy. Kaylee. Then she spells it. K-A-Y-L-E-E. -E. Anthony. 911. How long has she been missing for? Cindy. I had not seen her since June 7th. And Anthony's speech is then inaudible. Audible. Inaudible. 911. Can you calm down for me for just a minute? I need to know what is going on. Is your daughter there? Can I speak to her? Do you mind if I speak to her? Casey. Hello? 911 operator. Hi, can you tell me a bit what's going on? Casey. My daughter has been missing for the last 31 days. 911. And you know who has her? Casey. I know who has her. I tried to contact her and I actually received a phone call today from a number that is no longer in service. I did get to speak to my daughter for about a minute. 911. Did you guys report a vehicle stolen? Casey. Yes, my mom did. 911. Okay, so there's been a vehicle stolen too. Casey. No, this is my vehicle. Uh, 911. What vehicle was stolen? It was a 1998 Pontiac. 911. We have deputies on the way to you for that. Now your three-year-old miss is missing, Kaylee. Casey, yes. 911. You lost her a month ago. Casey, 31 days ago. 911. Who was her? Do you have a name? Casey Anthony. Then she gave the babysitter's name. The name. 911, who is that? The babysitter? Casey, she had been my nanny for about a year and a half for two years. 911, why are you calling now? Why didn't you call 31 days ago? Casey, I've been looking for her and I've gone through other resources trying to find her, which is stupid. And that's the end of the 911 call. That entire time you were doing that? Or two calls. That fucking flame has been jumping. Um, why did they cut off the call? Or we just didn't get the rest we of it. We just didn't get the rest of it. That freaks me the fuck so, out. So, Casey and Kaylee left. Yep. And she showed up 30 days later without the baby. Mm-hmm. So, Mom and Dad didn't know. All they knew was Casey and Kaylee were gone. Because that's what her mother said, was that she took off with the baby on June, whatever, 9th, whatever. And then she showed back up and the baby's gone. Yep. So mom and dad are not part of this. Mm -mm. Eh. No, but yes. Um. I mean, I think the police should have got there a lot sooner. She'd call multiple fucking times. First time she called and said, my three-year-old granddaughter's missing, cops should have shown up right then. Right then. That's stupid you had to call back a second time. Mm-hmm. Florida. That's so stupid. Okay. So we're going to get into some really gruesome shit. Yeah. 
the way they found Kaylee is a way that no baby should ever be found. She was almost three years old. Um, that's very important. She was almost three years old. I'm not ready for this. I know. Um, when Detective Yuri Melch of the... Speak up. When Detective Yuri Melch of the Orange County Sheriff's Department had begun investigating Kaylee's disappearance, he found discrepancies Discrepancies. in Casey's signed statement, in her statement. When questioned, Casey had said she had been kidnapped, although Casey had talked about her Zanny had never been seen by Casey's family or friends, and in fact, there was no nanny. We figured that out. Casey also told the police that she had been working at Universal Studios, a lie she had been telling her parents for years. Investigators took Casey to Universal on July 16, 2008, the day after Kaylee was reported missing and asked her to show them her office. Casey led police around for a while before admitting she had been fired years before. So what has she been doing? Dang, they could have just went to Universal and asked. They wanted to embarrass this bitch. <laughs> Casey was first arrested on July 16, 2008, and was charged the following day with giving fal- a false statement to law enforcement, child neglect, obstruction of, crim- of a criminal investigation, and the judge denied bail, saying Casey had shown woeful disregard for the welfare of her child. Welfare. Welfare. Wayfair. Wayfair, just what I need. Welfare of her child. Too many W's for her. Back to back. On July 22nd, 2008, after a bond hearing, the judge set bail at $500,000. On August 21st, 2008, after a month of incarnation, she was released incarceration. incarceration. You were just gonna let both of you were just gonna let me go through that, and that was rude. I can't help it. Do you want me to read it for you? No. She was released from Orange County Jail after her five hundred thousand dollar bond was posted by a nephew of California, bail bondsman Leonard Padilla. Padilla. I mean, it's spelled the same way. Uh, so Padilla. No. Padilla. You say California. Of Cal- by the nephew of. Why? Why did this person? Is this somebody she didn't even know? In hopes that she would be cooperative and Kaylee would be found. Everyone so just, just some, so just some dude posted her bond. Everybody wanted to find Kaylee. Yeah. That was the point. Everybody just wanted to find Kaylee. So they posted her bond. So that she would be helpful in finding her baby because that would be they figured mom would help find baby even though mom's already lied about baby somebody just wasted their five hundred thousand dollars yeah essentially on august 11th 12th and 13th to in 2008 meter reader oh oh roy, <laughs> wait hold up reader skater reader skater roy cronk called police about a suspicious object found in a forest area near the Anthony residence. In the first instance, he was directed by the sheriff's office to call the tip line, which he did, receiving no return call. In the second instance, he called again in the sheriff's office, the sheriff's office, and eventually was met by two police officers. 
That is so bad that they said call the tip office. Bitch, you're a cop. Come. Florida. So stupid. He Florida. reported them and he reported to them that he had seen what appeared to be a skull near a gray bag. On the occasion, uh, the officers conducted a short search and stated he did not see anything. On December 11th, 2008, Crump called again. They searched and found the remains of a child in a trash bag. Invest the investigating team recovered duct tape, which was hanging from the hair attached to the skull, and some tissue left on the skull. Over the next four days, more bones were found in the wooded area near the spot where the remains initially had been discovered. On December 19, 2008, medical examiner Jan, I'm not going to be able to say that last name, confirmed that the remains found were those of Kaylee Anthony and the death was ruled a homicide and, and the cause of death listed as undetermined. So it took them that Murder. long. To Did they know how she died? Murder. The general rule is suffocation. No breathing. Only certain people will get that joke. I'm trying to lighten the mood because a kid died. And I'm sad. So, I don't even know how to begin this. Oh, God. So That's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. And it's next to their house? It was behind her house. Let's push off. Let's get it. So, okay. So there was... A trial, obviously, and she was arrested, and she was... Found? No, well, yes, she was found, but was the under... She was arrested under mostly giving a false statement, statement about where her child was, the location of her child, and she was arrested for grand well she was arrested by she was indicted by a grand jury for first degree murder manslaughter and aggravated child uh, abuse and aggravated manslaughter of a child and the four counts of providing false information to the police and so when it came to the trial 400 pieces of evidence were presented damn a strand of hair was recovered from the trunk of Casey's car, which was similar to a hair taken from Kaylee's hairbrush. The strand showed root branding in which hair roots form a dark band of after death, which was considered, which was constant with hair found on dead bodies. Consistent. Consistent. So basically, she had her dead baby in her trunk for a while. Yeah. Um, now, I know how this all turned out. Yeah. This is just making it more fucked up. So, the, do, 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 the air sampling procedure performed in the trunk of Casey Anthony's car showed chemical compounds consistent with a decomposional event based on the presence of five key chemical components out of over 400 possible chemical components 
that a research group consider typical of decomposition? So her trunk had a dead baby in it. They could tell that there was something decomposing in her trunk. In October 2009, officials released a 700-page released 700 pages of documents related to Anthony's investigation, including records of Google searches of the terms neck breaking, how to make chloroform on a computer accessible to Casey, presented by prosecutors of evidence of a crime. Neck breaking. So she broke the baby's neck. According to detectives, crime scene evidence included residue of a heart-shaped stick sticker found on the duct tape over the mouth of Kylie, Kylie Kaylee's skull. However, the laboratory was not able to capture a heart shape photographically after some duct tape was subject to dye testing. A blanket found at the crime scene matched Kaylee's bedding at her grandparents. So they had all of that. That, just in general, would have been like... Fry, bitch. Yeah. You just keep going. <laughs> Among photos entered into evidence, one of the computer of Ricardo Morales, an ex-boyfriend of Casey's, depicting a man leaning over a woman with a rag can captioned, win her over with chloroform. Witness, John Dennis Bradley's software develop, developed for computers investigation, was used by the prosecution to indict that indicate that Casey had conducted extensive computer research on the word chloroform 84 times. Damn. And the subject and suggested that Kate, that Casey had planned to commit murder. He later discovered that a flaw in the software misread the forensic data that the word chloroform had been searched for only one time and the website in question offered information on how to use chloroform in the 19th century. You still look up chloroform. The lead prosecutor in the case was Assistant State Attorney Linda Drain Burdick, Assistant State Author uh, Attorney Frank George and Jeff Anderson completed the prosecution team. I think they suck at their job. Lead counsel for the defense was Jose Benz Benz, a Florida criminal defense attorney. Uh, attorneys Jay Channy Manson and Dorothy Clay Sims and Anna Finwell served as co-counsels. During their trial, uh, attorney Mark Lipman represented George and Cindy Anthony. So they were also brought in, which makes sense. Jury selection began May 9th, 2011 at the Pensola... County Criminal Justice Center in Clearwater, Florida. Because the case had been so widely reported in the Orlando area, jurors were brought in from Pensola's County to Orlando. Pensola? Probably. Jury selection took longer than expected and ended on May 20th, 2011, with 20 jurors and five alternatives being sworn in. The panel consisted of nine women, eight men. The trial took six weeks, during which time the jury was sequestered to avoid influence from information available outside the courtroom. And you gotta think, this trial, this case was huge. Yeah. 
I knew about the case. I knew about the trial. I didn't know about the what, what had actually happened. Everybody who was anybody really was thinking of, either thought about it, knew about it, or was talking about it at that time. I mean, I was young and I knew about it. I was very in-depth in this trial at a very young age. It was 2011. I was... Ten years ago. God, it's weird to say that math. Like 11? No. I think I had just got, just ended up having my heart surgery. Mm-hmm. I think I was when 12. Happened, why I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did math. I was 12 yeah, when math. that came out. Because I, I know what happened when the, I'm going to talk about it. But when the verdict came back, I can tell you the exact thing I was doing. I can tell you that whole day what yeah, I was let's doing. Get, go. Uh, the trial began on May 24th, 2011 at the Orange County Courthouse with Judge uh, Berlin, Berlin Perry presiding. In opening statements, the lead prosecutor, Linda Duran, described the story of the disappearance of Kaylee day by day. The prosecutors alleged in uh, intentional murder and sought the death penalty against Casey. The prosecutors stated that Anthony used chloroform to render her daughter unconscious before putting duct tape over her nose and mouth to suffocate her and left Kaylee's body in the trunk of her car for a few days before disposing of it. They characterized Anthony as a party girl who killed her daughter for to free herself from uh, parental responsibilities and enjoy her personal life. The defense, led by Jose Benz, claimed in opening statements that Kaylee drowned accidentally in the family pool on June 16, 2008, and was found by George Anthony, who told Casey she would spend the rest of her life in jail for child neglect, and then proceeded to cover up Kaylee's death. So, they're saying that it was an accident and they just covered it up. Yes. Which is still... Why do you need to duct tape an already dead right, baby? Right, why do you need to duct tape the baby? There was duct tape on the baby. Yeah. Why do you need to duct tape an already dead baby? Right. I could see accident, you freak out, you bury your kid in the backyard. Yeah. I could see some shit like that. Why is it why duct, duct taped? Tape. You don't have to duct tape somebody who's already dead. Yeah. Ben's argue that... This is why Casey Anthony went on her life and failed went on with her life and failed to report the incident for 31 days. He alleged that that was a habit of a habit of a lifetime for Casey to hide her pain and pretend nothing was wrong because she had been sexually sexually abused by George Anthony since she was eight years old and her brother Lee who had made advances towards towards her. Now listen, that sucks. You killed your baby. You I don't. I don't I want to belittle anybody's trauma, and if she actually did do, go through this, fuck you, George, burn in hell. He already needs to burn in hell for a bajillion I, reasons. I hate that for you. You killed your baby. You killed your baby. But she, there was no other evidence to back up that statement. That statement was never brought up again besides that one sentence. It's a general rule that that was only brought up if it was even real to give her some sort of trauma and mental disorder that she would only go to a psychiatric psychiatric hospital rather than the death penalty because she was facing the chair she was facing injection don't fuck around 
But obviously they do. The cops ain't good, but I'm saying like death penalty wise, they don't fuck around. But the that was the sexual assault allegations were only thrown in because of how severe this case was. I don't care. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you. I'm sorry you had a bad childhood. Don't kill your baby. The baby did not drown in a pool. Baby drowned in a pool. Hide the body, maybe. You don't, duct, duct you don't duct tape a dead baby. No. What am I saying? You don't duct tape a baby, period. You don't Google chloroform, period, if the, the baby's dead. No. Who are you chloroforming? Right. Benz also questioned whether Roy Cronk, the meter reader, who found the bones, had actually removed them from another location and further alleged that the police department investigation was compromised by their desire to feed a media frenzy frenzy about a child's murder rather than a more mundane drowning. He admitted that Casey had lied about being being a nanny named Zendaya Gonzalez. Why would you think? Who would think to move human remains into a random woman's backyard in the forest behind her backyard when she has a missing persons case right it, it just lines up to a mundane drowning okay no one believes you kaylee did not drown obviously well <laughs> but kaylee did not drown there is no way in hell that that little baby drowned. There's no reason to duct tape an already dead person. If she had drowned, God forbid she had drowned, right? Why put her in her car, in your own car for a few weeks? Okay. What's the point Hypothetical. of that? Hypothetical. Hypothetical. Baby drowned. Yeah. We're getting rid of the body. You maybe duct tape the hands and feet so it's one mass that you're grabbing. Because you're carrying the baby. But not the mouth and nose. Why is there duct tape on the head? It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Them finding duct tape on the head. Them finding duct tape residue on the fucking hands. There her, was duct tape on her fucking face. Yeah. I you guess. You don't put duct tape on somebody's face if they're dead. Yeah. I guess you could argue that she had wrapped her in the bedding from her bed. If she had drowned. Okay, but if I she's guess doing she that. Could, if she's doing that, then my whole argument with the arms and legs doesn't matter. You've got her in a bag. That blanket's now a bag that you can tie on the blanket. Because what if you remember, they had found her in a trash bag. They yeah. had found her wrapped up in her blankie, but in a trash bag. Yeah. And so, if so, you have her in a bag of sorts, made out of a what's fabric, the point of duct tape? why do you have duct tape on her head? There doesn't... I know certain times it's like, these things don't make sense. But that literally doesn't line up at all. And I'd like to say that usually we don't really go that in-depth with, or I usually try to not go so in-depth with prosecutor names and judges' names and whatever. But this one, but with a case like this, everybody who was ever involved in this needs to go to jail. Needs to go in jail. All of them. All of them. They Every didn't. One of them. They didn't do their job right. They didn't. Let's let's finish this up because. Uh, so, upset. I am upset. I'm getting mad. 
I don't blame you. That, that kind of pisses so me off. So prosecutors too. called George Anthony as their first witness. Can I just can I just openly say that I actually just want to go kill her. Yeah. Yeah. Go Forever ahead. purge happened. She's dead. Yeah. Oh, get in line. She's already that anyway. Um, in response to their questioning, he denied having sexual abuse, sexually abused his daughter. Anthony testified he did not smell anything resembling human decomposition in Casey's car when she visited him on June 24th. Candle's doing it again. It just happens. Dude, I'm telling you, it's only when specific things happen. Like face thing right there. Yeah. Don't say that. Yeah. You know what's crazy? That doesn't spook me, bitch. But he did smell something similar to human to human decomposition when he picked the car up on July 15th. So we're talking June 24th to July 15th. Good window of time to get rid of something. Yeah. Especially something small. Cindy Anthony testified that her comment to 911 that Casey's car smelled like someone died was just a figure of speech. Where would you say that in a figure of speech? Uh, I've said it. I, I guess, but when you're talking to a 911 operator... And you're saying... Here's the problem. You're, you're saying trying, somebody's missing in the You're trying to go back on what you said about a missing baby and something smells like death. And that baby's found dead? And Yeah. Fuck you if you go back on that. Don't go back on it. Just say, you know what? My daughter killed that baby. Sorry. Fuck you. I love you, daughter, but she's, fuck you. She's I, dead, too. You're dead to me now. Forever, Purge. You're dead to me now. She's dead. The she's parents actually are actually oh, the dead. worst people. She's dead now, Forever Purge. She's already dead. No, 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 no. I'm saying Forever Purge. Oh. She's on the list now. Oh, the mom? Fuck that bitch. She went back. She could have got vengeance for that baby. She could have. Uh, I'm going to get vengeance for that baby. Insane. I'm going to duct tape her face while she's alive. We're going to have to drive from Florida to Tennessee to Texas. Yeah. Damn. Aston purge F- only lasts 12 hours. Forever Purge rules. Oh. Asked an FBI analysis about the paternity test that the FBI conducted to see if Lee Anthony was Casey's father. Or Kylie, Kylie, Kaylee's father. She told told the jury that the test had come back negative. Regardless, a photo on the computer of Richard Morrill's, an ex-boyfriend of Casey's, depicted a poster with the caption, Win her over with chloroform. Morrill said that the photo was on his MySpace page and he had never discussed chloroform with Anthony or searched for chloroform on her computer. So they're pulling everybody. Yeah. They're trying. Well, yeah, it's a fucking dead baby. That's only a joke when it's a dead baby joke. Yeah. When there's a real ba- dead baby, ain't nobody joking. Ain't nobody joking. Oh, my dumps the baby. That's funny until it ain't. The, the prosecutor called John Dennis Baisley, a former Canadian law enforcement officer who developed software for computers to analyze data found on the desktop at home. Bradley had said he was able to use a program to recover data or deleted searches from March 17th to March 21st, 2008, that someone searched the website Sci. Spot.com for chloroform 84 times. Bradley expressed his belief that some, of, that some of these items may have been bookmarked under cross-examination by the defense. Bradley agreed that there were two individuals' account 
on the desktop, and there was no way to know who actually performed the searches. Sounds good she had been chloroforming her baby this whole time. Maybe Xanax didn't last long enough. Maybe Xanax didn't last long enough. Because Xanax, even for a baby, eventually it'll wear off. Police off police dog handler Jason Forgy Borgay Borgay testified that Gru, a German Shepherd cadaver dog. Cadaver. Yes. Cadaver. You know know it's you know I'm upset when I didn't even make a joke about Borgay. Certified in 2005, indicated a high alert of human decomposition in the trunk of Casey's car, saying the police dog had real world, real world searches numbering over 3,000 by now. By 2009. All this evidence. During cross examination, Bimzay argued that the dog search records were hearsay. Sergeant Kristen. Brewer also testified that her police dog Bones signaled decomposition in the backyard during a search in July 2008. However, neither police dogs were able to detect decomposition during a second visit to the Anthony home. Yeah, no shit. That means they're cleaning shit up. But here's the thing. What I hate is that they use police dogs, but then they can willy-nilly throw away what they want with it. Yeah. And it's just like, use them or don't. Yeah. Use them or don't. Don't fucking... Don't tell me that we're going to use a polygraph and then tell me how it doesn't work. Yeah, what? that's wasting taxpayer yeah. money. That's wasting that damn dog's time. Yeah. And you know what? You know I'm upset when I'm worried about the damn dog's time. That dog's on the clock. <laughs> the, however, neither dog was uh, able to detect human decomposition during a second visit to the home. Brewer explained that this was because whatever had been in the yard was either moved or the odor dispatched. And that happens. Yeah. But let's say, so they said they went in July. She wasn't found till late June or December. She wasn't found till December, October, December. So, like, October. when, if they would have gone just a week later, they could have been like, oh shit, they found that there. We yeah. need to clean that up there, you know? Yeah. Just like Carol Baskin did with the fucking van. Oh god, here we go. The prosecutor called Chief Medical Examiner Jan, Jan, who testified that she determined Kaylee's manner of death to be homicide, but listed it as death by undetermined means. Jan took into account the physical examination present on the remains she examined, as well as all the available information on the way there, on the way they were found, and what she had been told by the authorities before arriving at her determination. We know by our observations that it is a red flag when a child has not been reported to authorities with injuries, with injury, there's foul play. She continued, there is no child that should have duct tape on the face when it dies. Additionally, she addressed that the chloroform evidence found by investigators inside the trunk of Casey's car, testifying that even a small amount of chloroform would be sufficient to cause the death of a child. She was three years old. Yeah. A small amount would be do her just fine. Yeah. Not saying that we would do that, obviously. No, but, but like, I'm saying, like, she, again, doesn't make any fucking sense why we duct tape a dead baby's face because the baby ain't fucking moving. 
Ain't breathing. But all that shit she was pumping in that baby's body could have killed it. Yeah. Xanax plus chloroform plus anything else that she could have used could have killed that baby. Could have fucking made its heart stop. When they found stop. the remains of the baby, how much of her flesh was that? How much? It was a skull. It was just a skull. It was a skull See, with remnants the, of flesh on the top. Where the hell? Where the hell they, was all the flesh? It had been that long, dude. No, it takes longer than that for the flesh to fall away. Wait, but do you think duct tape residue would help that? I don't know, but what I'm saying I'm not a, is... I'm not a... Whatever you call those kind of people, the body people. Could they have done something to the body? They could have cut that baby's face off for all I know. That's what I'm saying. Did they do something to the body? This bitch probably had the baby's... Decom- but they, there's, uh, there's ways to make a body decompose faster. I want to kill this bitch. I don't care how she did it. I just want to say... She did it. Casey, before they had found Kaylee's body, she was found partying. Living her best life. She got a tattoo in, I want to say Arabic, but I could be wrong, that says my beautiful life or living my beautiful life, something like that. During the missing part of the case. On her side, I think it is. The day after that her her bodies were found her body was found I'm the throw, day after I'm gonna throw in another case real quick I'm doing the Holly Bobo shit yeah I'm getting a whole damn team together we're gonna get a squad we're gonna go out there every day for years yeah till I find something yeah. this case makes me almost as mad as John Bonet and it gives me the same negligent parents and it's so hurtful for people who want a better life for children for the next generation all I know is is I'm happy it's over for Kaylee she's up in heaven she ain't gotta hurt no more she ain't gotta be fucking drugged anymore she's up there and I hate that that happened but I'm glad it's over for her. That pain's gone. Yeah. That's that's the only way I'm gonna make it through this is knowing that that baby ain't hurting. Yeah. That I'm so fucking upset right now. So, um, in the University of Florida, a professor and human identification laboratory director, Michael Warren, was brought in by the prosecutors to present. Um, a computer animation of the way the duct tape could have been used in the death of the child. Which the defense objected to the, objected. Judge Perry, after a short recess to review, ruled that the video could be shown. The animation featured a picture of Kylie, Kaylee, taken alongside Casey, superimposed with an image of Kaylee's decomposed skull and another with a strip of duct tape that had the recover that was recovered with her remains. The image was slowly brought together showing the duct tape could be could have covered her nose and her mouth. Ben stated that this disgusting superimposition is nothing more than a fantasy. They're throwing things against the wall and seeing if it sticks. Jurors were seen taking notes of the imagery and Warren testified that it that in his opinion that the duct tape found on Kylie's Kaylee's skull was placed there before her body began decomposition. So the 
Ooh, the heart, the heart shape that we had talked about before, um, was found in the corner of a piece of duct tape that was covered the mouth portion of Kaylee remind Kylie remind Kaylee remained during ultraviolet testing explained that three pieces of duct tape found on her remains remained fingerprints uh found on Kaylee's remains of four fingerprints and said that she did not find fingerprints but done but did not expect to given the mouth of the tape mouth of the tape remained that had been outdoors and exposed to the elements stressing that any oil or sweat from a person's fingertip would have long been deteriorated although Fontaine showed that the finding of her supervisor, she did not initially try to photograph the heart-shaped adhesive, explaining, When I observe something is unexpected, I note it and continue on my examination. So she could have got a fingerprint, and she did. Explain the sticker evidence for a second time. After subjecting the tape to dye testing, there was no longer visible. And she said the other FBI agent had tested the duct tape in the interim. Cindy Anthony tested that her family buried their pets in blankets and plastic bags using duct tape to seal the opening. Additionally, an FBI forensic document remain document examiner found no evidence of a sticker or sticker residue on the duct tape near the child's remains. So they're still on about this damn heart. They're literally arguing over whether or not a sticker was on this baby's fucking face. That, that's how stupid this case got. Is they're arguing over whether or not a damn... A baby is dead. Somebody put duct tape on its face and you're worried about a sticker rather than there was duct tape on the baby's face. And people are trying to fight that the initial placement of the duct tape is unknown. They don't know if it, if it was unclear. So they don't know, like Cindy said, if they just wrapped up the opening of the blanket... Or so and so, whatever. Because the police having slipped. to unwrap it and like see the body, we won't know. Like you can't get a person saying stop and investigate the crime scene the way it is. The defense called forensic pathologist Dr. Warner Splits, who performed a secondary autopsy, and challenged Jan's autopsy report. He called her autopsy shoddy saying it was a failure that Kaylee's skull was not open during her examination. She needed to examine the whole body in an autopsy. He said split he said uh, that he was not allowed to attend initial the initial autopsy on Kaylee's remains and that from his own follow-up autopsy he was not comfortable ruling the child's death a homicide. He could not determine what Kaylee's manner of death was, but he said that there was no indication to him that she had been murdered. Additionally, Splits testified that he believed the duct tape found on Kaylee's skull was placed there after the body decomposed, uh, opening that if the tape was placed on the skin, there should have been more DNA left on it. And suggested that someone may have staged some of the crime scene photos. The person who took the photo, that took this picture, the person who prepared it and put the hair there, stated Spitz. When asked by Ashton during a cross-examination, so your testimony is the medical examiner's personal 
took the personally took the hair that wasn't on the scroll and placed it there splits answered it wouldn't be the first time sir i can tell you some horror stories about that so on in on june 23rd uh, cindy was called onto the stand once again and called who told jury she had been the one who performed the chloroform search on the family computer in march Cindy did so much to try to cover her daughter's ass. And for what? For what? She's a murderer. She killed her granddaddy. The prosecutors alleged that only Casey could have conducted this search and the other and the others because she was the only one at home at the time. When asked the prosecutors how she would have made the internet searches when the employment record shows she was at work. Cindy said, despite what her work, she indicated she was at home during these times because she'd left from work early during the day in question. So, it, it gets really fishy. I mean, it's all it's fishy. All fishy. <laughs> but it gets worse. Bradley alerted Prosecutor Linda Burks and Sergeant Kevin Thainer of the Sheriff's Office that weekend of June 25th about the discrepancy in his software and volunteered to fly to Orlando at his own expense to show them. On the same day, the judge temporarily holded proceedings when the defense filed a motion to determine if Anthony was competent to proceed with trial. The motion states the defense received a privileged communication from their client which caused them to believe that Miss Anthony is not competent to aid and assist in her own defense. Don't kill your baby. The trial resumed on June 25th or 27th when the judge announced the results of the psychiatric evaluation showed Anthony was competent to proceed. In later testimony about air samples, Dr. Ken Fulton, a professor of chemical at Florida chemistry at Florida International University stated that there is no conscientious consensus in the field on what chemicals are typically typical of human decomposition. Judge Perry ruled that the jury would not get to smell air samples taken from the trunk. You can do that? <laughs> Dude, is that, like, I'm just curious. You can just do that with all kinds of scents in places? I don't know, I guess. Because if you can do that, I guess the part in a jar thing can like actually happen. Wow. Um, this got the prosecutors stated that they the discrepancy in the software. That's all they have, really. They have that and a few other little things, but that's all they have yeah. to defend her. Um. They have tons of shit against her, but because like there's a little fuck up here and there. On June 27th, the defense called two private investigators who had searched the area on in November 2008 where the body was later found. The search was videotaped, but nothing was found. On June 28th, the defense called a Texas EQ search team led leader who did two searches of the area and found no body. The defense then called Roy Kronk, our original guy, who recounted the same basic story he had told police about discovering Kaylee's 
remains in December. He acknowledged receiving $5,000 after the remains were identified, but denied that he had told his son that finding the body would make him rich and famous. The next day, his son testified he had made such statements. So now they're trying to break him. Now they're trying to be like, well, these people didn't find a body. Why did you find a body? Okay, but my, the question still comes to, it doesn't matter that I found the body, they didn't find the body. Baby's still dead. He didn't go in your house and kill your baby, and you waited a month to say something. On June 30th, the defense called Crystal Holloway, a volunteer in the search for Kay Kaylee, who stated that she had an affair with George Anthony, that he had been in her home, that he had texted her, just thinking about you, I need you in my life. She told the defense that George had told her that Kaylee's death was an accident that snowballed out of control. Under cross-examination by prosecutors, they pointed to her sworn police statement that she has said that George Anthony believed it was an accident rather than knowing it was. In her initial report, Holloway reported George Anthony saying, I really believe it was an accident that just went wrong and Casey Anthony tried to cover it up. And she had, had not told her he was present when that alleged accident occurred. So George, of course, denied it. He, of course, denied affair, this affair, said she was fucking crazy, and what, whatever. And he visited her only because she was ill, and she he had sec sent the text message because he needed everyone who had helped him in life. George uh, could be used, after Holiday's testimony, Judge Perry told jurors that he could it could be used to impeach George Anthony's credibility, but it was not proof of how Kaylee died, nor evidence of Casey's Anthony Casey's guilt or innocence. That he had an affair, but he thought it was an accident. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, there's a lot, and I'm almost done, and I know this is probably really long. I didn't expect it to be this long. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the closing arguments... Um, were heard July 3rd and July 4th and Jeff Aniston for the prosecution told the jury when you have a child the child becomes your life this case is about the clash between the responsibilities and the expectations to, that go with it and the life that Casey Anthony wanted to live wanted to have he outlined the state's case against Casey touching on her many lies to her parents and others the smell of her trunk and the identification of several witnesses, including her own father, as the odor of human decomposition, and the items found in Kaylee's skeletal remains in December 2008. He emphasized how Casey maintained her lies until they were absolutely could not be maintained, maintained anymore, and replaced them with another lie using Zanny the nanny as an example. Anthony repeatedly told police that Casey, Kaylee was with the nanny and she had specific, specifically identified, but the police were not able to find the nanny. And Ashton reintroduced the items found in Kaylee, found with Kaylee, including a Winnie the Pooh blanket that matched the bedding at her grandparents' home, and the twin bag found at the Anthony home, and the duct tape he had 
a relatively rare brand, the bag of Kaylee's coffin. Before um, closing arguments, Judge Perry ruled that the defense could argue that a drowning occurred due to reasonable conclusion aside by witness testimony, but the arguing sexual abuse was not allowed since there was nothing to support the claim that George sexually abused Casey. Benz began by contesting that there were holes in the prosecutor's forensic evidence saying it was based on a fantasy. He told the jurors that the prosecution wanted them to see stains and insects that did not really exist and that they had no proof they had not proven that the stains in Anthony's trunk were caused by Kaylee's decomposition decomposing body rather from a trash bag found there. He added that the prosecutors tried to make his client look like a promiscuous liar because their evidence was weak. He said the drowning is the only explanation that makes sense. And he showed jurors a photograph of Kaylee opening the home sliding glass door by herself. He stressed that there is no child safety lock in the house and that both, case, both of Casey's parents, George and Cindy, testified that Kaylee could have gotten out of the house early although Cindy testified that Kaylee could not put the ladder on the other side of the pool and climb, climb up. Benz alleged that Cindy may have left the ladder open that night before she did admit to doing so in testimony, but how, many, how much guilt would she have knowing it was her who left the ladder up that day? So they're going with this drowning. Yeah. That's all they have. Either way, even if it was a drowning... You're a negligent parent. You did. You knew your baby was dead, and instead of calling the cops and going, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry, I killed my don't they my have something they can get you with accidental murder? Manslaughter. Well, she covered it up, even if it was that it was an accident. The family covered it up. They should all be in jail. So, uh, the rest of the closing statement is just a bunch of back and forth. Yeah. You know, she did it. She didn't do it. Kaylee was murdered. You need to focus on Kaylee. No one's focusing on Kaylee except for, you know, the good guys. But no one else is focusing on Kaylee. On July 5th, 2011, the jury found Casey not guilty of counts 1 through 3 regarding first-degree murder, aggravated manslaughter of a child, and aggravated child abuse while finding her guilty on counts four through seven of providing false information to law enforcement. Count four, Anthony said she was employed at Universal. Count five, Anthony said she had left Kaylee in an apartment complex with a babysitter, causing law enforcement to pursue the missing babysitter. Count six, Anthony said she informed two employees of Universal Studios, Jeff Hopkins and Juliette Lewis at Universal of the disappearance of Kaylee. And count seven, Anthony said she had received a phone call and spoke to Kaylee on July 15th, causing law enforcement to expand further resources. That's what she got. That's all she got. She basically got off killing her baby. Mm-hmm. And she I can't... knew that. I knew that part of it. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Um... She sorry. So Judge Perry sentenced Casey to one year in county jail 
and $1,000 in fines for each of the four counts of providing false information to a law enforcement officer, the maximum penalty prescribed by law. She received 1,043 days credit for time served and additional credit for good behavior resulting in her release of, on July 17, 2011. She got 10 days. You know, you know who's at fault? The jury. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them jurors. Mm-hmm. I hope they can't sleep at night that they let that woman get away with killing her baby. Yeah. Hope every single one of them had trouble the rest of their life. That there's that they sit there at night and go, I let this murderer go. It you know, it was a big case. And it, it was all over and there were so many people who were like well, maybe she didn't do it at the beginning because you never want to think that a mom killed her baby. You never want to think about that. Yes, but you don't want to think about it. A dead three-year-old Kaylee's body was found and all they wanted to do was find the murderer and they they were hoping it wasn't Casey. But with everything that came out against Casey, it was hard to... uh, it was hard to not say that it was her. The baby was found basically in your backyard. Does it have to be unanimous? Yes. We'd have never left if I was in that jury. We'd have never left. It, it would be what they call a hung jury, which means they'd have had another, another trial. We'd have been there forever. We'd have been there. Because I'm not fucking leaving, and that bitch not going to jail. No. At least going to jail. People were talking... About this being OJ part two, you know, they were saying that it was so intense and for her to not get anything, she got a thousand and forty three days credit for time served. She only got like 10 days in the county jail. She went in on the 7th. She came out on the 17th. You didn't even get like stuff for neglect of your child. You were giving your child Xanax to put her to sleep. So you could go out with your friends. But nobody being there and the baby drowning itself, that that alone should be something. Yeah. Even if that's what happened, that alone should be something. Lying to the police should be something. Yeah. You so, lied to the police. It was on your property. Nobody dropped your baby off. Nobody. And you'd have told somebody if somebody dropped your dead baby yeah. off. Yeah. Maybe your baby goes missing. Maybe you can't handle it and you go get a tattoo. You drop somebody dropped your dead baby off. You find out about it. They're gonna make sure you know about it. Yeah. And you're gonna tell somebody about it. Yeah, you are. So a little bit after, because initially the twelve verdicts or the twelve jurors did not want to come out for obvious reasons. The uh, juror number three, Jennifer Ford, a thirty-four, a thirty-two-year-old nursing student, told ABC News, "I did not say she was innocent, and I just said." There was not enough evidence. If you cannot prove that there was a crime, you cannot determine that the punishment you could not determine what the punishment should be. I'm not saying that I believe the defense, but that it was easier for me logically to get to point A to point B. That's pretty point A to point B. The baby was in her fucking property. The baby was on That's her enough property. for me. Yeah, that's enough for me. That's enough for me. One of y'all one of the three Somebody y'all, knew. One of the three of y'all killed that baby. 
put them all up. Yeah, put them all up. I'll take them all to jail. So a lot of them were just saying we felt that the motive that the state provided was in our eyes just kind of weak, and they they didn't get fully get behind. See, here's the problem. The story. Here, here's the problem. Don't go get a tattoo if your baby is missing. Here's my problem. Here's my problem. This is where the justice system versus actual fucking people is a problem. I don't give a damn about motive. It was on your property. Motive doesn't matter to me. It was on your property. You had to have known about that. Yeah. And if it wasn't you, tell me who. Somebody had your baby. Somebody. And whoever had your baby last is the murderer. Tell me, or you're going to jail. Or you're going to jail for murder. You are you are as guilty. Yeah. By hiding the murderer. Yeah. And I'll take the next person to jail and the next person to jail. Yeah. Fuck motive. Fuck motive. Somebody in that family killed that baby. Somebody. So, like I said, street justice. The general. Justice. The general rule is that Casey did it. And her dad tried to help cover it up, and Cindy was just oblivious. Cindy didn't know what was going on. It's like the general what people think. What I happened? Give no shits. She backed out on her testimony. Yes. Fuck her. She's going to jail. Um, Street justice. So I wanted to bring this up because it, this was a big case for me because I was old enough to be involved in it. In the sense of, I followed it on the news. I knew what was happening. I was following it. And the day that she was given not guilty, like the verdict came back, I was in the car with my mother and um, my stepdad's mom, my grandmother, and my sister and my brother. It was Mm -hmm. just Chloe and Jackson at the time. I think Aiden might have been there. I was 12. I don't remember. Anyway, siblings. We, I was sitting in the back of our minivan. We had just gotten to the mall. Ellen got a text saying to turn on the radio because the verdict was coming. We turned on the radio. We heard the verdict. My mom, Ellen, and I screamed. We screamed in the car. We were so mad. We were yelling at the radio. We were talking, you know, we were talking very loud. And Chloe and Jackson were still very young at the time. Jackson asked me why we were screaming. I get y'all ran into it, bro. Like, I try to avoid bringing little kids into shit like that, so I try to be calm. I didn't bring it. I I was like, it's just, you know, it's just something you don't have to worry about. Yeah, but I just, when you have a reaction like that, kids are going to be... Uh, I like to try to stay calm and stuff and like that. my mother told him that this woman did a very, very bad thing. And she's not getting in trouble for it. I, I believe that was my mom's words, like word for word. That's exactly what she said. And we got out of the car. And we were still a little, you know, shaken up and mad or whatever. And we walked into Macy's. Because you know how Macy's is like the big front for the mall for some fucking reason? Everybody was talking about it. We walked in, boom, you could not go like around the corner without hearing her name. And that was the biggest thing for a long time. And then she kind of, you know, fizzled out because something else happened. But she was recently in the news, Casey was, because she got into a fight at a bar 
in Florida because some girl was hitting on her boyfriend. And they threw drinks at each other and I guess threw punches or something. Does she have any other kids? Not as far as I know. Kaylee was her only daughter. I don't think she has any more. I hope that bitch got a hysterectomy. Hopefully they do. Um. Any fucking way. I'm ready to wrap this sucker up like I, bacon on a hot. I know it, it's a very intense story, <sighs> but it was one of those that I really wanted to cover at some point because it was a big one for my generation. And Kaylee, I am so sorry that this happened to you. You were a beautiful little girl, and we just weren't ready for you. It's sad. The world just... She was a terrible person, and she will rot in hell, Casey, along with her parents. And we wish you nothing but happiness, you beautiful little spirit. That's all we got. Hit us up on our uh, Inst- email. Sinandjuicepod at gmail.com, I think it is. Our Instagram, sin underscore and underscore juice pod on Instagram. And just sinandjuicepod on Facebook. Sorry if you are as sad <laughs> as I am right now. If you have anything you would like to suggest, God. any cases, we are always open. Um, let us know on those outlets. And we will get to them soon, hopefully. Next time we'll have a little bit of a li- more light Maybe we'll one. do the conspiracy one next. So that one's not <laughs> fucking we're doing, depressing. We're doing, conspir- we're doing cheese conspiracy next. Jesus. Oh, God, not the cheese. Okay. Bye. We'll see you. Bye.